Hey everybody, it is Bethany, co-host of Chatting Over Chowder. As you know, Sherilyn and I are actually on a break right now, so we are featuring some of our podcast guests own podcast episodes to fill in the gap until we return in August. So this episode I chose to feature is from the one and the only Summer Burnley of The Lurk Lounge. Summer Burnley is absolutely phenomenal. I love the way that she engages with her guests. I love the questions that she asks and she is just one of my favorite people. And when we had an opportunity to interview her on chatting over chowder regarding law and why legal contracts and trademarks and all of those things are so important to podcasts she gave such amazing bomb answers so if you haven't had an opportunity to go listen to her episode just look for summer burnley under chatting over chowder and listen But if you have got an opportunity to listen to that episode and you are waiting to listen to something new, I invite you to listen to this episode of The Lurk Lounge. And you can subscribe and follow The Lurk Lounge wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much and I hope you are having a wonderful summer. Hey there, welcome to The Lurk Lounge, the pod where we discuss the real on all things business and entrepreneur related. I'm Summer Barnley, attorney, business strategist, entrepreneur, lover of Grey's Anatomy, sipper of matcha tea, believer in Christ, and ethnic food enthusiast. I invite you to eavesdrop on the lessons and conversations inside the Lurk Lounge. Welcome back to the Lurk Lounge. Thank you again for those of you who are joining us here. And thank you for those of us who are joining us for the first time. I have a beautifully authentic guest to introduce to you today, and I am excited for our conversation. One of the things that I instantly connected with Chica on is the fact that we are both INTJs. And for those of you who are not familiar with the Meyer Briggs model, we're basically unicorns. (laughs) (laughs) So I cannot wait for you to meet my beautiful fellow unicorn. Now, first, you know, I have to give you the disclaimer. So this podcast is for informational educational purposes only. Nothing should be taken as legal advice. You listening does not create an attorney-client relationship between us. Laws vary, and so will your personal situation. If you do have a specific situation that you need help with, please seek an attorney in your area to help you with your individual legal situation. All right, now that we got that out the way, guys, I'm going to jump right into this amazing bio so that we can go ahead and bring on our guests. Now, Chica Obi is a self-proclaimed tax nerd. In fact, she's super cool with you calling her the tax chick. Now, Chica is the owner of Obi Collective Inc., a tax and accounting firm servicing small businesses. She enjoys helping her clients save hundreds of thousands of dollars on taxes by educating them on dense tax topics and giving them practical ways to stay organized, proactive, and engaged with understanding the money side of their business. She enjoys motivating entrepreneurs in the online space 
providing business and tax tips to those following her on social media and through her email newsletter. Working smart, not hard, is how Chica has been able to sustain her company for over a decade, guys. A Cali girl at heart, Chica earned her Bachelor's of Science degree from the University of California, Berkeley, Haas School of Business. She became a CPA back in 2009 when she worked at PwC San Francisco in corporate taxation. And for over 15 years, she served on the National Association of Black Accountants San Francisco Board, both on the student chapter and the professional chapter. She currently serves as the executive vice president for the NABA San Francisco chapter. And when she's not nerding out on numbers, you can find her outside in nature taking walks, picnicking with friends, or playing tennis. She also enjoys lounging on the beach, Berkram yoga, and stand-up comedy. Now, Chica, your bio gave us a real rounded snippet into who you are and what you've done. But in your own words, tell the lurkers who you are and who you serve. Okay, yes, yes. So I am Chica, and um, I like to say that I'm just an everyday person. Um, and I realized just through growing up and just through the work that I do and, and encountering people that my enjoyment of numbers is not natural um and so <laughs> right like it, it it's so it's special which i'm i'm realizing and more than that i realized okay if this is so hard for folks yet this is so important for the success of a business for 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 an individual um, just to understand, okay, what, 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 what is a story that your numbers are telling yeah. for that reason? I'm like, okay, let me, <laughs> let me use my skills that come so naturally to me to really impact, um, the, the group of people that I really care about. And that's women, that's women entrepreneurs. You know, I started off as an entrepreneur when I was 25. So being so young, um, I, I did notice how, okay, a lot of men were, were not fair mm -hmm. to me, especially mm -hmm. in, in the accounting field, right? Um, and so I know that people don't believe us or take us seriously yeah. um, as business owners. And so I, I, find that it's my duty to really teach women business owners about the money side, about the accounting, the finances of their business, um, help them save, save money on taxes simply by taking advantage of certain uh, tax strategy that yeah. is available to, to their situation and, and get them comfortable get them confident give them that clarity breaking down tax code tax law tax code that, what yeah, right. <laughs> what language is that again <laughs> right like literally, i literally have to read things like five times to be like huh and so i can only imagine just how difficult it is um for for someone who doesn't have the the 
education, the tax background. Yeah. So yeah, so that's, that's who I service. I, I service women entrepreneurs specifically, um, and I teach them about, about taxes, tax savings, um, tax strategy that they can implement in their own business so that they can save money um, and boost their bottom line, essentially. Yeah. Now, I mentioned in the bio, you know, how you've been in business for yourself over a decade and you, you mentioned at 25 at such a young age, you know, that's when you started. So tell us a little bit, like, how did you get here? What was that journey like for you working for someone else to make the decision at a fairly young age to be like, you know what? Nah, this is not it. (laughs) This is not going to work. We got to, we got to, we got to (laughs) shift. Yes, yes. And um, something about me. So my, both my parents are immigrants. I'm Nigerian. And so they immigrated from Nigeria. I was, in fact, I was in my mom's womb um, when she came to Los Angeles. Yeah. And so, so I'm first generation. And yes, we grew up, we grew up in South Central LA. And, um, but what I saw, you know, you, you, you hear the stigma of, of South Central and gangs and gun violence and yeah, that's true, especially back then. However, um, what I saw within my household as a young kid was two parents who were going to school and going to work multiple jobs Mm. just to provide for us. You know, I'm one of five kids. And so I just saw that hard work ethic, whatever you want it, no matter where you were in life, you know, oh, I don't have $2 or I don't have a car. Like no mm-hmm. matter what situation you're in, if, if you wanted something, you found a way. And that's, that's what my parents instilled in me. And yeah. so going through school, I just, I never thought of, you know, not having something as the final straw, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I, I always thought that there, there, there was a way. And so for me, yeah, I went to college and, and, um, studied business, uh, in school, like to me, I got good grades. Right. And, and yeah. to me, that was just what you do as a kid. That's your only job as a kid is to, is to, <laughs> I know to that story. Get good grades. <laughs> right. Right. And so for me, I felt like I was finally like able to deviate from the plan. The plan being, mm. oh, you know, go to go. You have a business degree, so go go to corporate. It was a lady, a woman. I thought like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. She's so smart. I love yeah. her. Let me do everything she tells me to do. Let me follow her. All that good stuff. So I remember telling her I was gonna take a vacation six months down the line. You know, so I was giving her a six month heads up um yeah most people don't even plan that far (laughs) it was such an important trip it was a family related situation so that's why but six months came I, i went on that vacation the annual review comes around and she says i'm not a team player and she used the example of i went on vacation um yes there was work but i went on vacation but even though I gave her the six month, you know, heads up. And so that taught me that what, it, you know, she never said this anything to me, right? I found right. out through my annual review, which is permanent, right? You can't take yeah, it back. Yeah, in your file. Conversation. It's in my file. So that's when I realized that, wow, no matter how good um, 
uh, a communicator you are, no matter how well you do the work, people like people's word like can really make or break you. And, and of course, that's yeah. true anyway, right? But and so, but it taught me at such a young age that hmm, is this really what I want? Right? To feel like I'm doing my best, but my best is not good enough. Good enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm breaking my back. You know, I was working crazy hours, like all the things that I felt like, wow, I'm a great employee. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't enough. And like taking time off was a, was a crime, you know? Yeah. So, and letting it be back, known six months in advance, you yeah, know? Right. Right. So it's almost as, it's, it's almost as if, it, it didn't matter. It didn't matter that I had a family situation. It's like, there's work oh, to no. be done. You know, right. You there's know. work to be done and you need to be available to do it because that's what we hired you for. To be that's a slave exactly. for us. Exactly. Exactly. Forget your, your personal life. You're here. This, you know, so, yeah. So that's what taught me that, um, okay, well, what do I want? You know, I started asking myself those, those types of questions, right? Because mm. at that time I just had my head down. Like I go to work, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I do whatever needs to get Fighting done. Fighting a good fight. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So by, by being able to step back, it's like, I, I all these questions started to come like, where do I want to be? in five years yeah. you know and, and, and so the key the, the common denominator was that I just wanted to be happy right yeah. and and so and so feeling as if nothing or, or, you know that I did there was enough that yeah. that was happy to me and so that's what made me look into okay what was happy and at that time happy was was um uh doing nutrition mm-hmm counseling mm-hmm. for, for, you know, and so I literally, I, I put in my two weeks with the, you know, I put in my two weeks that summer and now, I Now, wait a second. How, I know, I how know much time, <laughs> how much time had passed from the time you had this review to the time you put in this notice? Good question. So I had the review around, it was a summer, so summer, and then I, I kept working through that winter, but it was during Christmas break that same year. So about six, five to six months. Yeah. So the Christmas break, which I had some time to really reflect, is when I realized that I didn't want to go another year mm-hmm. in that in environment. Yeah. Environment, you know, and I didn't even tell you I was gaining weight. I had gained like 25 pounds. Um, I was dealing with um, like autoimmune issues came to play and I didn't know it at the time, but I'm yeah. just like feeling sick, you know, yeah. and stressed. Yeah. And I didn't realize like this stressful ass job is part of the that, reason why it's contributing to the right. downfall of your health. Of my health, things were unraveling at such a young age. So yeah. again, I didn't know it at the time, but because happy was my end goal, it, that's what took me away from that stress. And thank goodness, because had it had it continued for years and years, I mean, my who would have like, known? Who would have you know? known? Um, I think it was on a previous episode. I was sharing. I think it was the one I did with Brandy, but. I was sharing how I was working, you know, 
75 80 hours a week on average um for me and i was running um high-end six-figure and multiple seven-figure businesses and the our owner was the only person above me and it's so funny because even to this day i have friends who know what i did but they don't actually know like what I did, you know, and I would get questions all the time. Like, do you really have to work that much? Like, what are you doing? I'm like, businesses don't run themselves. Like a seven figure business is not going to maintain itself on oil and water. Like it's just not, you know, and it got to a point where, um, I, I had some offices in Milwaukee and I ended up spending almost nine or 10 months that year in, in Milwaukee. And I was, I had to go to the hospital while I was there, ended up going to the doctor and came back. And then for something even still completely related, like you would think the first time you're away in another state, still working crazy, you would like take note of your body and be like, huh, maybe I should slow down a bit. But of course, no and true, you know, summer fashion, INTJ fashion, I'm pushing on doing, you know, what I, what I need to do. Yeah. And then I came back and ended up in the hospital for three days, three days, oh basically off of what ended up being a bogus trip, basically, because it was like, your numbers are crazy. We have one explanation for what this is. You're telling us that's not the explanation. So we don't know what in the world is going on, basically. So it was like, okay, I knew I, I, it still took me a while to quit, but I knew it was on the, the down spiral for me. Like I knew I needed to be like thinking about my exit, you know? Yes. And after that, and in between the time that I left, I had a situation where my dad was having to have hip surgery and it was a high risk surgery. Um, because of other issues that were going on with my dad. And I remember being like, all right, I need to go home. I don't mind. I'm still working and everything, but like, I need to leave so I can go there and be with my family. And I remember being questioned on it. And I straight up was like, look, if, if you're going to make me choose between this job and my family, I'm going to choose my family every single time. I'm telling you right now, like, hands down, we'll leave today. Like, <laughs> like no question about it. Like, and it's so weird that I think about it because I'm like, oh, forget my health, forget being in the hospital, you know, for three days, but you come from my family. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, it, and it lets you know, right? Like, People can be like, oh, yeah, work-life balance and whatever you need, like, you know. No. But then when shit hits the fan, it really shows a person's true colors. But not even that, but it's the fact that a person is going to take care of themselves first and foremost. So, yep. like, my manage, like, work needed to get done. So they want to act like they care. But at the end of the day, everybody is for themselves. So you got to be for you. I got to be for me. And that's exactly what we, we did when we, when we pieced out of those jobs. Oh yeah. Stressful. Just, it's just was not a good look, you know? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. And I know for me, it was a transition thinking about like, even when I was starting my own business, it was a transition. It took me about a good six months to come out of that, I have to work 70 hours a week, every week, even for myself. 
And that was a huge mental change for me. And part of it was like just natural. I'd been doing it for four years. I didn't know any other way to work. Right. So it was like Mm -hmm. having to retrain my body, having to retrain my mind to, to be okay with no, Hey sis, you don't have to work seven days a week at 70 plus hours. Like you, you can tone it down a little bit, you know? And I remember having a conversation with my coach and she was like, okay, but can you work just 10 hours a day? Maybe, you Uh know? And it was like, (gasps) you, you only want me to work 10 hours? what kind of blasphemy is this? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 you know, and then I, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna stick to it. And so I did it. And then, but it's like trying to, to recondition yourself after leaving what sometimes you may not realize is necessarily toxic. And I by no means felt like I came from a toxic environment, but you don't necessarily realize how toxic it is on you for your health and for your, your mental health, for your physical health sometimes, right? Like even if you like the environment, right? That does not necessarily mean it's the best environment for you and for yourself. So you're, you, you, you decide you're going to give them this notice and you leave this job. So you, you started doing nutrition, right? How did you go (laughs) from, how did you get into the nutrition, you know, side of things? And then what was, what was that journey like? Right. So something that as I, as a kid, something I used to do was, um, like whenever, you know, I got a code, I would look up like, Oh, um, what kinds of foods help heals a uh, heal a code you know yeah yeah I, I just naturally would do that like as an eight-year-old ten-year-old yeah so that was normal for me and I you know so it's like oh but vitamin c okay so oranges always making sure there was oranges in the house cooking with oranges yeah yeah so things like that and so food as medicine was something yeah. that I just I'm like oh shoot I, I used to just do that as a kid and I, and I was always conscious of what I was, you know, putting in my mouth, what I was eating, not to say that I was all the way healthy or whatever. Like I was yeah. eating fast food and things, but I, ha- I had that conscious. And so I, you know, I wanted to change it up. You know, I, accounting was, was just, I, I saw accounting as long hours, you know, 80 hour weeks. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, what else can I do that I would enjoy? And so I thought about my childhood and those habits. I was like, oh, okay, let me, let me do something nutrition related. So that's, that's kind of, you know, what, what led me into becoming certified. And so I became certified and then started working one-on-one with, with clients, with referrals. Yeah. Cause you know, I put myself out there and it was fun for a little bit. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And so what I learned about that is when you, when you when a person comes to you for nutrition and and wellness and things you you realize it's it's beyond their adulthood like it's you're, it you're unraveling so much habits that they've had like when they were a kid right yes. so like i worked with a person who was like 50 who had a problem with like just ordering pizza all the time and come to find out um when he was a kid, 
Fridays or pizza days. And so the Vietnamese yeah. would eat pizza on Fridays, watch a movie. And that yeah. was a form of love. Yeah. And so as an adult, he's eating, and I'm like, stop eating pizza. Pizza. Like, <laughs> and so I, it's like telling him, like, stop showing love. Stop like, breathing. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> equated it as so i'm just yeah. like mind blown and i'm like being a nutritionist was nutritionist was like being a therapist yes and, yes and it wasn't me like that i'm a numbers person like fuck yeah. your feelings like yeah do this don't do that and then so they would come back and they're like oh she got slipped up and i would i'm like i'm a bad nutritionist because yeah. not <laughs> yes so i realized like okay this is not my type of career <laughs> it didn't fit my personality like I yes results. you know the way that numbers are kind of yeah like two plus two is four there's no other it's answer. always four it's always four exactly so so that's see so that's how I learned more about my personality yeah you know, I am DJ and, and super logical like things made sense and the feeling side is like huh what yeah huh? uh-uh oh. forget that <laughs> You know what? I know you and your feelings, but logically, if we just think about this. <laughs> right. right. So, so, so that's what led me back to the, you know, accounting. And, and thankfully, I, I did get my CPA when I was in corporate. Yeah. And so, I, so that was like, um, I, uh, I fell back on my accounting certificate because the nutrition didn't work. Yeah. But instead of going to another company, I'm like, okay, let me continue with this entrepreneurship and just get, get my own clients. And so that's, that's where it started. I, and it, the fun side of that was the flexibility, right? Mm, like I can work yes. with who I wanted to work with and yes. I can fire clients, you know? Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Um, that's it for me too. Yeah. People, when people ask me my why, I always tell them it's the flexibility. And I, it's, it's funny because I've worked with coaches before, like, that's not enough. You got to go deeper. And I'm like, no, it's, it's the flexibility to do whatever it is that I want to do. Well, what is it that you want to do? It depends on what I want to do at the time. I don't know. Maybe I want to, maybe I want to fly to Dubai. Maybe I just want to go to the grocery store and buy every single thing in the aisle. I don't know. Like it is the freedom and the flexibility to do what in the heck ever I want when I want it. Like I said what I said. Like <laughs> don't try to force right. me in a box. I said what I said. <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm talking because I say those same words. Don't put me in a box. Don't put me in yes. a box. You know? And you know yes. it's so it's so interesting because for our personality type, it's easy to make those kind of decisions. It's easy to see the, the problems and to, to, to pinpoint the solutions, you know? And I was talking to one of my good friends who was, she's, she's in finance as well, but she does more of like in investing and trying to, to help women of color build generational wealth through financial literacy. And she's also an attorney. Nice. And, um, we were talking about like her taking on a new client and she was struggling with how she wanted this client to pay. And I'm like, all you have to do is decide. Like, do you want to charge hourly or not? Do you want a flat fee or not? Do you want to do pay you monthly or not? Like it's your business. You work for you. It's that simple. Choose. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. You have the flexibility and, and the freedom to choose. Choose. Exactly. Exactly. And I totally understand sometimes needing that permission. Oh, I can choose. Yeah. <laughs> It's up yes, to me. <laughs> exactly. And so, and so that was me, like, again, at 25, like learning, you know, do, do what I felt like intuitive, intuitively, what felt yeah. good to me, as opposed to what society was saying, like, okay, you get this job, you stay and you, and you climb the ladder. And I'm like, but that wasn't feeling well. So yeah. when I listened to myself, it's, it's the best, it's the best thing. So I'm learning to really just, cause it's, it's so much noise, you know, the internet, social media, yeah. there's so much noise out there. And I just want to tell people like, if you can start to trust your own intuition, like mm-hmm. yeah, hear what people are saying, but make your decision off of your intuition and how you feel, you know, that, that is the best. That is the yeah. best yeah. Yeah. Now, do you struggle with that? Do you like, or does that come naturally and easy for you? So it's gotten, it's gotten better. It's gotten better. Um, I feel like it comes natural in certain instances, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so when I, tra- so within my 10 years of, of, of having uh, tax clients, I've pivoted my business from doing mostly tax preparation to now I'm, I'm in the role of tax coach, ta- tax teacher. Mm-hmm. And so that pivot phase, there was a aches and frustrations and um, sadness around the pivot because like I knew what I wanted, but then I mm-hmm. felt like I was letting people down, you know, saying no, mm-hmm. oh no, I don't do that work anymore. Like when it would be a referral, like a mentor yeah. would refer me, of course, you know, oh, we should be appreciative. We should mm-hmm, be thankful. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't feel good saying yes, but I would say yes yeah. because, oh, my friend referred and I don't want, like, if I said no, I'm saying no to my friend. Friend, yeah. So I battled, I battled that. I battled that. In fact, this past year, this pandemic, people, people were struggling. Here I am saying no. Yeah. You know? So I battled that, but I feel like I'm, I'm at the end. I'm, you know, the other side of the rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where I can say no without apology, without double thinking, like, ah, was that bad? No, because I said no from a place of gratitude. I said yes. no and gave a referral at the same yes. time. I said no and begin working on the thing, the thing that I want to work on. Yes. Yes. It's like no and versus no, but, or but no, yeah. Just no. Yeah. Now let's hit on this pivot. So what made you decide to pivot your business from, you know, the done for you tax preparation to this online membership model? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, again, with intuition, I felt that, you know, after seven, eight years of doing the tax prep for both businesses and for, for individuals, I felt like I was bored with it. Mm. I, was, I was bored with it. I was ready for a challenge. And I thought about, oh, okay, if you're bored with it, just hire some accountants and let them do the work. 
I didn't want that because I wanted to get away from reviewing tax returns, looking at mm-hmm. tax returns, signing off on tax returns. I just wanted to get away from it. And again, something about me growing up is people, I, I'm a good teacher. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't just say that, but just from, as I remember, you know, I remember how I interact with folks. So back in college, taking calculus, right? Calculus, um, and it was a group of us, you know, all the black, all the black kids, like we kind of hung together because it wasn't a lot of us at UC Mm -hmm. Berkeley. And so it was probably a good 10 of us in that one class. And we would do our study sessions. And I noticed that I would be the one leading, like everybody's quiet and I'm explaining that. And and it wasn't like, I know it. You know how some people are just so leaderistic. And I hate to say leaderistic, that's not even the word, but, um, just aggressive with their, yeah. I know it. To, for me, it's just like, I'm just working through the problems and then they would know, oh, what? Yeah. How'd you get that answer? How'd you get this? Yeah. And so, <laughs> right. <laughs> and so then I would, be, I would begin teaching and they would begin understanding. Yeah. So I, I just, I, I, I had a natural way of um, breaking down hard concepts. And so even though I don't want to, like, I, I would rather be in the room, in the background, everybody else is talking and I'm just, yeah. Good. I can observe. I, I, I like to observe, but because I know I have this gift, this natural ability. You got to tap into it. It's, it's a, right. And it's a challenge. It, it takes me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to like, I don't want to go live. Ugh, I don't want to. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's not about me. It's about pe- the folks I can help because yes. this is important. The taxes and money, you, you see, you yeah. see the wage gap, you see the, the, the business. Oh, revenue yeah. Gap. Yeah. You know, so if I can do my part, let me do my part. Yeah. And that's what I, that's why, that's my why. And you also have, um, a new program that you're launching in June of 2021, right? Yes, and let me talk, let me talk about it. Cause I, it, I've gone back and forth with, with, oh, is it a membership site? Is it a, is it a course? And right now I'm, I'm on track to calling it a course because okay. again, with, with, with the whole, how do, how do you um, create a, a transformation in your client, right? Especially as it relates to taxes and something I felt with a membership site right off the bat is that okay this membership site would have all this content and all this information um and it's it's as if I would like push a person into the membership site okay fetch out the information on your own and to me it's like if they learn cool if they don't cool but no, but actually no it's not cool and so Correct. i felt like i you know what you know yeah. like i felt like i needed a way to really do some hand holding if they needed it if they need it um and so i think a course that is more um guided yeah right? we, more streamlined a little more structure streamlined streamlined so that's first and foremost and yeah so that is going to launch in june i'm going to i'm going to do my first cohort 
um, and it'll be a, a, a tax course for for entrepreneurs, tax accounting, uh, owning a business. We'll talk about uh, business structures, you know, LLCs versus S corps. Um, we'll go into the you know how to track how to track your expenses, how to what's the tax deduction versus just a business expense versus yeah. a personal expense. Like we'll go deep into these concepts. And the whole goal for me is not for them to say by the end of it all that, oh, Chica just taught me all this information. Now I can do my <laughs> I own. know the tax code. <laughs> that is not the goal. The goal is for them for these entrepreneurs, these business owners to feel empowered, to have that yeah. empowerment that they can have a conversation with their accountant and know what questions to ask, right? To know how to read their tax return. Yeah. I'm giving them that empowerment. I'm giving them that clarity, that understanding, that confidence versus, you know, oh, you know, they pay somebody, you know, money to get, yeah. to get their tax return. And I'm a big proponent of if you are going to be a business owner, you need to be the CEO in your business. And part of it is, yes, knowing when to delegate, but you got to know a little bit of something about what it is that you're delegating. You got to know, and especially in your business, like what your numbers are. You need to know what you're bringing in, what is going out, what you're paying every month. You know, like a lot of the entrepreneurs that I'm working with, I'm realizing that that's like an untapped area that they have no idea about. And because a lot of people are scared of numbers, they just completely shy away from it. You know, it's like, well, I, I haven't looked in six months. I don't even, I don't even want to look. And I'm like, sis, so you mean to tell me right now, you don't even know if you're making money? You know, like, well, I have clients paying me and I'm like, okay, but what about your expenses? Who are right. you paying? <laughs> Right. And they, they, feel, they feel as if, as long as they can maintain their lifestyle, yes. that means there's enough money coming in and therefore they don't need to look at the numbers. But I feel like I, I know for a fact that when you know your numbers, no matter how bad you're doing, like you can be doing the worst, but because you know you're doing horrible you're going to naturally start to do better. You're yeah. going to naturally start to call in those clients, right? You're going to, you know, and you, you, if you see, oh shit, my, my expenses make a, you know, um, 80%, you know, my net profit is, is only 20%. Mm -hmm. You're going to naturally start trying what to What can I cut out? <laughs> yeah. What can I get rid of? <laughs> right. you, know, you know, people, and I hear the story a lot where they might have that assistant or somebody on their team who doesn't really do good work, but they're a good person. So they're going to, Oh you know, my God. When you, when you know them numbers and just how much you're paying that person and how it's affecting To be a good person. Right. You're going to be like, next. Uh -uh. <laughs> I, I like it. But this ain't a good thing. You know, you're going to yep. be empowered to make those hard decisions. Yes. So that's the beauty of knowing your numbers that people don't even realize. So it's, it's so empowerful. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. Okay. We, I'm, I'm going to switch to our quick fire session, but there is so much knowledge that you have. And typically I've been doing, you know, 
interview style, conversation style podcast. But I would love if you would come back and even do a special episode just talking about the sexiness of numbers. I love that title. I just okay. came up with it. I just came I up with it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You don't mind if I take that title? No, take it. Take it. It's yours. You got the proof. I said you can have it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. I would love to come back and talk about, about that. You know, because I think it's good for people to not only have the knowledge and have access to the knowledge, but, and don't get me wrong, like guys, this will by no means mean to be a crash course into the tax code. Like, no, you got to go pay our good sis for her to give you all the gems and the Jews and the knowledge. Okay. (laughs) But a little education does go a long way. Um, Okay. So I will get into the quick fire um, section where we're going to ask you five, quick questions the first thing that comes to your mind I want you to just answer (laughs) you ready (laughs) (laughs) I know it's gonna be hard you don't think about it too hard (laughs) don't put too much analytics on it just (laughs) I know right that's that's just natural I I know I I think I got this. (laughs) Okay. What's one app or system you can't live without and why? Well, I'm... I want y'all to know. Look, I want you to know. She didn't have 20 go through her brain right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because when you say... I can't live without that. See, now I'm like, can't live without that? Um, oh my God. Um, does a uh, uh, Google Maps count? Yeah. Are you, are you talking about business stuff? It could be either business or personal. Yeah, business or personal. I should have said that in the beginning. <laughs> see, you, you Look, see, that's I my fault. Enjoy. That's my fault. You know, I was not clear enough, I knew better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, what's an app that I can't live without as I am looking through my apps? Um wow, this is hilarious. I'm so bad at this. You know what I okay, let me just be Trello. Trello. Ooh, yeah. And that's because that's because so I'm I'm still learning Trello, but I've learned to use it for both business and for personal. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I love that it, I love that it keeps me on track. I, I put like my to-dos in there. I love that it's an app. You can put uh, due dates on there so I get notifications. Yeah. I love that I can, instead of emailing my team, texting my team, I'm like, oh, put it through Trello. And then, and then yeah. it's also all in one place. So I think Trello is, it's one that I'm still learning, but once I really, really learn it, it'll be one that I I can't live without. Yeah. Okay. Um, what does, what does freedom look like for you in your business? Yeah. And I thought about, that's funny. I, this was my, on my mind this morning where 
not feeling attached to my computer. Mm. Um, with tax preparation, yes, you can work anywhere, but I actually want to not be on my computer throughout my workday. Yeah. You know, you know, like truly just being because we, yeah. we, we don't do that anymore. It's almost it's almost weird when you don't have your phone, when you don't have earphones on. You know, that's and I'm like, no, I want to take it back to yeah. free technology where I can truly just be in the moment, yes. be in a conversation. Just that's true freedom to yeah. me. Yeah. Like, do you remember the old days when you would like actually go out to eat and then like people would actually be conversating and eating a meal? and not like on the phone right right but but again what's natural is and, and sometimes i find this out too where i i don't have my phone out but everybody else does so then i pull my phone out, phone just out. So, you know be be normal or be whatever. present with with everybody else being present <laughs> exactly and i'm like, like where oh. are we <laughs> yeah, like, no it's let's take that back like if i feel like if i feel like we're eating so put your phone away. I won't necessarily tell them to do that, but I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to challenge you to look up and to talk. Because yeah. that's fun. That's really, truly connecting with, with people. I, I feel like we've gotten away from that so much. I will, yeah, I agree with that. That's, I, we could have a whole conversation on that, like seriously. Um, okay, what's, what's the best investment you've made in your business? Yeah. I honestly feel like when I, my first time investing in business coaching, mm. because I think that's a type of expense that we, we all feel like, oh, I'm good. I know what to do. Let me Google my situation. <laughs> Let me Google yeah. a, a mindset and, but no, business coaching versus, you know, cause we all have friends, we all have business friends that we can talk to, but there's nothing like talking to a person who don't know you, that you are paying yes. and, and they're helping you through, through your, your situation. And a lot of times you realize stuff that like, what? I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know. And, but then you get to tackle it together and, and, and come out on the other side of it stronger. So I, I think, business coaching is one of those expense it's really an investment on for, for yeah. one don't call it an expense it's an investment yep. but it's one of those things where people um come up with reasons or excuses as to why oh let me just save my money yeah. but if you want to go far and fast in your business invest in a business coach yeah definitely what's like um speaking of okay so we just talked about the best investment, but what's one thing you refuse to spend money on? Huh. Dang. Am I, what are some examples? Um, like I know people who refuse to spend money on bottled water. I have a friend who she's a, she's a new parent, but she refuses to spend money on like actual diapers. She only uses like reusable diapers or, um, some people refuse to spend money on fast food or I don't wear makeup. So oh. I refuse to spend money on makeup. 
on makeup. I see. Okay, this is good. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, what don't I spend money on? <laughs> no, but there's there's some things I there's there's some things that I that I do have that I would refuse to to spend. Okay. So I still don't, I'm not like I'll look at a these these bags, right? Oh, she got a Birkin. Oh, she got oh like designer yeah, bags. Designer yeah. Bags. And to me, yes, it looks nice and great, but if I can find f- get a, a $250 bag, which for me, that's still a splurge on me because I'm 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 just give me a bag where I can put stuff in. Like, I just, <laughs> can I use it? <laughs> Will it hold my I'm stuff? <laughs> yeah, I'm so good. Like, so bags are not my splurge, but like, I do have a splurge on, on food, right? Mm. Somebody might be like, $20 salad. And I'm just like, oh, but it's kale. And oh, it's organic. It sprout, you know? And it's super yeah, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> and they picked it from the garden today. <laughs> Right. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. <laughs> if it's a good meal, so, yeah. like my friend, I'm one of those people where when I travel, I'm like, look, unless you're trying like the 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 country specific sandwich at a restaurant, we ain't going to no restaurants we got back home. And we yeah, we can have street food every once in a while, but we on vacation. We splurge and we living it up. We about to pay good money for good food and we about yes. to have a good ass time. <laughs> exactly. Because there's two times when I want a burger, but I don't give me no McDonald's or burger. Don't give me that a what I want. <laughs> give me a fifteen dollar burger. You know, like I want to go all out. If I'm yeah. gonna eat a burger, let me eat a burger. You know, correct, so. correct, yeah. correct. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm. A, I am all for. And I don't know if it's just because how I grew up. I didn't grow up eating out. Like very rarely, only special occasions I grew up in. But my mom cooked all the time, so we always had like awesome food in the house so it's like now I don't want to go out to a restaurant and pay for mediocre food and like one of the things I I almost refuse to go to, unless it's like with other people I am not going to go to a breakfast restaurant because I'm like the type of stuff that you really find at breakfast restaurant you can scramble these eggs at home you can make this toast at home <laughs> <laughs> I know we're not paying for these scraps. <laughs> That's a good point. But we got out, you know, I'm in the Bay. I'm in the Bay. So we got some good ass breakfast spots. So I won't, I and won't see, uh, I bet they're awesome and fresh and it's not your typical like breakfast food that I would probably do. I would probably like, let me go down on the boardwalk and get an acai bowl topped with some homemade fresh yeah. granola and vanilla. <laughs> You know, I'm like, now that I can do. That's breakfast. That that I right. would pay fifteen, twenty dollars for that acai bowl and happily yeah. walk home eating it. <laughs> right, right. Like there's a spot out here that you know a um a good a egg benedict, right? You know how they yeah. use a regular egg benedict will put um English muffin as yeah. as the bread. There's a spot out here that puts polenta, a polenta cake as the quote unquote English muffin. That that's oh my gosh! Like that. And then I would not make it home. That what I would pay for. Yes, like that's that's a breakfast that's like yeah I can't make this or I could but I'll mess it up. So let me just correct, correct, correct. Money down. 
So I, I'm with you on that summer. Like it got, it has to be worth it. It has to be. It has different. to be. Yeah. It has to yeah. be. It has to be. Um, okay. How many questions? I don't even know. Did I ask five questions? <laughs> no, I think it was like three. <laughs> okay. I'll ask one more. Okay. I'll ask one more. Um, okay. Looking back over your career, what's the hardest lesson you've learned in business? one of the hardest lessons which now that I'm I'm I know now it's easy is to just say it just just tell people what you want whether it's a client Mm -hmm. whether it's a prospective client that you really don't want to work with Mm -hmm. whether it's um even family like a lot of times I feel like I owe people stuff. Like I, mm. oh, they're talking to me and they want this thing from me. Yeah. So who am I to say no? Like I, I, I literally used to battle that and I was always in my head yeah. and it was the most uncomfortable place to be. Right. Um, so the biggest lesson business personal that I've learned is just, just say it, just communicate. Just, yeah. Just, just communicate it. And sometimes you don't want to always keep saying it. So, 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 um, set it up. Right. So like, for instance, for the longest, my website and my social media said that I prepared taxes. Yeah. And so people would, Hey, can you do my taxes? And I'm like, <laughs> I say no. Ugh. And it, it would be torture yeah. to write that no email. And I'm like, uh, change your ding website. <laughs> change the messaging. So, yeah. so, so make it easy for folks to just already filter me out. If, if it's something that I'm, you know, that, that I'm not trying you don't to want do. Trying to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and communicate, communicate. That's, that's huge. Like just say it. And, you know, I have an assistant. And so sometimes when it's like, uh, it hurts, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I'll just draft it up and I'll talk, Hey, can you send this? And literally that's been a solution. Like "Ah, that's like, you mean somebody else can push send for me. (laughs) And it's so little, it's so little, but like, I I feel like as people, we we make things seem so grand and it's just like, girl, just take a second and move on. Like literally versus the hours and days that I would just, have these thoughts and it's just yeah. it horrible yeah that could be a torturous mindset though so kudos to you for realizing that and like taking ownership of that i absolutely i love that that's 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 a huge win yeah and and a lot of times i would think oh i'm the only one who feels like this like i'm always in my head but yeah. i really pray and hope that someone who is like oh my gosh you're you're describing me yeah and feel truly feel that they can say no and those same people like friends and will be like oh so we are we taking that walk tomorrow like they'll literally be like okay cool next right like, won't even think mean, about it like, <laughs> yeah. like you dread it over like, and got a stomach ulcer and they like oh, okay cool i have something to do anyway <laughs> right right so like stop making a big deal out of out of stuff because it, it truly huh, is not 
It's yes. Fun. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Now I heard you, you had like a special gift for, for the lurkers, right? <laughs> for the lurkers. Yeah. Lurkers. Um, so I do have this, this freebie, uh, e-guide and it, it was cute when I, when I put it together. So it's, it's called, um, seven business expenses you thought were tax deductible, but actually aren't. So it's a cool guide because, you know, as business owners, we were like, oh, is this a tax deduction? Is this a tax deduction? So they're they're common expenses, but you'll be surprised or or not (laughs) that they're actually not tax deductible. So it's a, it's a quick read. It's, it's meant to be fun as well. So yeah, go ahead and download it, take a look. And yeah, that's my gift to you. Awesome. Okay, now for those lurkers who have listened to all the amazing things you've talked about today and they want in this membership or they want in this program or they just want to contact you and check out this site you updated that says you no longer do tax preparation. (laughs) How do they get in contact with you, Chica? Yes, yes. So I would love, I think the best way right now, especially as I'm working on this program that, that I'll reveal um, later in, in 2021 for, for June launch. Um, so that's, that's in the works. So in the meantime, the best way to connect with me is to uh, get on my e-list because I do send weekly uh, tips, tax tips, business tips, um, and I and I make them fun. I do my best to make them fun because I definitely understand this is a dense topic. Yeah. But um, I, I think it'll be a great way for for you as a business owner, as a lurker, to to learn about taxes and to implement some things into your business um, in a fun way. So yeah. So get on my e list. Um, and if you download that that uh, free guide, you'll be on my e list. So yeah, so download the guide and follow me. I'm on Instagram. Uh, You'll find that in the guide or is that Chica OBCPA is my, is my handle. And oh yeah. And I have a free uh, Facebook group. I have a free Facebook community. Yeah. So that's another great way. In fact, I'm I'm on there like every day and we're talking business. It's it's a lot of us. In fact, it's called um, business life and taxes for women entrepreneurs. Okay. And so it's just a way for us women, because again, it's sometimes when I'm in a, in the room, the online room with, with, with men, it, it just seems aggressive, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just love this community of women and, and men can join, but just know it's going to be mostly women. Yeah. And, and we talk business, we talk life, we talk family, we talk, um, you know, best practices, efficiency, uh, work-life balance. It's just a fun community. So yeah, so join the Facebook group and that's another way that you'll, you, you'll get added on my list. Um, yeah, just, I would love to see you. So if you're a lurker, let me know, get in my DM, get in, you know, let me know you found me through, through the lurker, um, podcast and yeah, I'll love to connect. Awesome. Chica, this was Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Lurk Lounge. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I, of course, didn't think that I wouldn't because we had a great conversation the first time we spoke, but I 100% appreciate your support and you being here. Do you have 
any last thing, a last gem, jewel that you want to leave with, with the lurkers? You know what? First of all, it's been amazing. Thank you so much, Summer, for having me as a guest. Um, the one thing, you know, we're in the end of the year right now. Um, and even if it's early in the year, the one gem I want to tell you, lurkers, as business owners um, or soon-to-be business owners, is to be proactive. Be proactive when it comes to the numbers in your business. And if you truly are like, I can't, I, I, I don't know where to start, start by joining a community, free community. So, so get into my Facebook group, um, get on my list, right? Just be in the presence of other business owners who looks at their numbers on a regular basis, on a monthly basis. Just put yourself in that community. And if you have the means, hire, hire an accountant um, to help you out, to, 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 to help you understand, okay, what's step one, what's step two, what do I need to be doing? Like, if it's been six months since you last look at your, looked at your books, since you last signed in, sign in, just take a look. Um, I, that's my one gem is to stop hiding. Love it. Y'all heard her. Come, come out of hiding and be proactive, lurkers. Thank you so much, Chica. Thank you, Summer. It's been great. All right, lurkers. That's it for this episode of The Lurk Lounge. Gems were dropped and lessons were plenty. Shout out to our sponsor, Burnley Law PLLC. Burnley Law helps entrepreneurs nationwide secure their U.S. federal trademark registration. For legal and business tips on how to protect and own the boss brand you're building, join the email list at BurnleyLaw.com. Until next time, I'm Summer Burnley, and thank you for lurking.